All right, all right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to the Rob Review. I'm your friend in success, Robert Morris, here, and I am your friend during this stock market journey that you're on that I want to take together. That's the idea of talking about becoming a stock market CEO is you're stepping outside the comfort zone of where everyone lives and becoming an individual in both mindset, action, skill set. And that's a hard thing to do to do it on your own. I get it. I spent years of my life after taking an eye-opening stock market class when I was young. Then I was put out to pasture, not you know, maliciously, just it was a stock. The stock market is a journey you have to do by yourself. So part of creating the Rob Review, part of creating this environment is to hopefully create a community where though you are on your own journey, you're not in it alone when you have questions, that type of thing. The idea is really to give you a place to go, to keep moving forward when you feel like you need to refuel. When you feel like you've been knocked down because the stock market will knock you on your butt multiple times throughout your journey. That's what the stock market is about. The stock market is about mastery through failure and through realizing, and the sooner you realize this, the better, that there is no way you're ever going to have a year in the stock market where you do not have losses. The stock market is about learning to mitigate those losses, cut them quickly, let the profits run, and learning to turn your profits to the point where you're 60% or more profitable than you are losing. And then if you get to that point, which we all can, you are golden from then on out because then for every six movements, every six actions you do in the stock market, you will profit. And every four you lose, that's okay because the six outweigh the four every time, especially if you cut the four off early, right? That is the key. Now, I want to talk today about becoming a CEO in your investments in a stock through generating, creating, however you want to say that word. I like it. I like thinking of it as a money tree, creating multiple streams of income through owning one stock. Now imagine the doors that opens up for all of us, right? I'm not talking about owning one share of stock because nobody can really do anything when you own one share. But if you own one share, you want to own all of the company, right? So once you get to a point where you have compounded your shares, 100 shares or more, so many strategies open up to you in the marketplace, including covered calls, which we've talked about before. But beyond that, there are all kinds of tools. And as a, as a market CEO, you want to, I hope, start thinking of yourself as a person that has a tool belt full of tools. And I want to pick the right tool for the right situation every time. You know, my dad's a contractor. My wife flips homes. So I think about this in terms of when you're a contractor, you don't approach putting down shoe molding 
with a giant roofing hammer. You use a finishing nail and a nail gun that shoots finishing nails. You don't approach taking out screws with a screwdriver anymore because drills are so much more proficient. However, there are times where drills don't work and a screwdriver is better. There are times where a hammer is not going to work. It'll be too brutal. But, you know, uh, a, a nail gun is the way to go. So what we're looking at is you want to know what all the tools are so that you know how that it's available to you. And then over time, using the tool, you'll learn to master each tool. And you'll be able to whip it out of your toolbox and say, okay, this has shown up. I know that I need to use XYZ to profit from this thing. That is the CEO mindset. That is the, the mind-altering moment that changed everything for me because you think about it. Your portfolio, my portfolio, for the most part, if we do what everybody says do, and we buy mutual funds and ETFs, index funds, diversify, the portfolio performance is basically the same. However, if we start thinking like a CEO, and instead of having our money work for us all the time, we put our money to work when it's most advantageous for us and put it in cash the rest of the time, I guarantee you that your up and down movement of your money will always get you a smaller return than me because I'm going to hit it, get in, get out. Hit it, get in, get out. That's one way of changing the mindset. And this is creating income from stocks that you own. The difference between owning a stock versus using it as an asset, that's where this begins. Your stock that you own is an asset for you and you can buy it and sell it and make your money once or you can buy it and while you're waiting to sell it, while you're waiting for it to get from the hundred you bought it at to get to two, three, four hundred percent gains on your stock over several years, maybe a decade, you can profit from it multiple times and generate income from it to buy more stock or to just live off of. And that is an asset, right? An asset is something that generates income for for you. And eventually it it can become passive. So for me, I, I, I just... I hope this is eye-opening for you because think about your portfolio right now. You buy one stock, you eventually sell it, or you don't sell it, you pass on, you pass it down to somebody else and they have to pay the capital gains when they, t- when they sell it, right? Or your portfolio, you do these activities seven to 10 times a year and you multiply that compounding over 10 years. It's 100 times X versus a one-time move. Which one would you rather have? So the stock can be your money tree. If you think like a CEO, if you begin to really, really see this as, okay, I, I don't have to just buy and sell. I don't have to buy and hold. Buffett's strategy is buy and hold, but many of you may not know this. I'm going to talk about this again, like I've talked about before in other videos and podcasts, but maybe not so deep I've hit on this. All the while, while Buffett owned stock, 
He does techniques such as sweeping the chains, where he uses covered costs to generate income from that stock and buy and uses that income to buy other assets. He uses an asset to beget buying other assets. That's where we're going. So once you have a stock that you want to own, learning the behavior of that stock, this is where this begins. Studying the movement of the stock, because honestly, stocks have options. All of them do. And options move differently with each stock. And each stock really has their own character. And you've probably never heard that before. But that's the differentiating factor. Every stock, if you go look at charts, and this is heavily chart-based, every stock of every market moves differently. Every stock chart has a characteristic to it. This way you can profit from a stock all year long. This is a chart example, Cat Tractor, but this is a podcast, so let's talk about it from a standpoint of Cat Tractor is a stock I've talked about before, okay? What if you were looking at a daily chart of Cat Tractor, which I use to make a lot of my decisions with, and you study the way Cat Tractor moved for the last three to five years over that daily chart, and you see, you, 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 you begin to understand that, look, it has a flow to the chart. There are times where the stock goes up, and down at the same time, year in and year out. Not the same day, but the same month, give or take a week. Earnings, excuse me, earnings generate things for them. This is where it begins. So you use the movement to begin to realize that a stock has a flow. And you can use that flow to profit. Most stocks follow a pattern that is set within a larger trend. Now, the larger trend is usually the market trend. But then you also have the stock itself that is trending with a market, not the market. There's the difference. Every stock actually has its own market it moves with. And that takes studying to understand that. Because the cat tractor is listed on the New York Stock Exchange. But it doesn't move with the Dow Jones Index. It moves better with the Wilshire 5000. Cat Tractor also has four earnings a year just like every stock. But Cat Tractor doesn't move the same every earning. And just like every stock, you have some earnings that are better for Cat than others. However, every earnings is a catalyst for the market. The market has a yearly movement to it in and of itself. And so you first have to establish what is that movement. Well, year in and year out, starting with January, you got January, February earnings. March is warning season. And March can be a time for carryover profit taking from February until about mid-March, which generally sets up a movement up into April. Not always up but a movement into April is what I should say. Now then you got April, which generally speaking, sets up a really strong tax season pullback almost every year. May 
first half of the month is typically a rise followed by the second half of the month profit taking. Not always, but this is my generalities here. June, July are sluggish times in the market. If profit taking creates a downside move, then you should be prepared. The markets could produce buy points for long-term investments, meaning you want to maybe you look to buy some cat tractor there and not buy it for short-term gains, but for more ownership. August is usually a downside market bias time. And then the middle of September can also be a hard sell-off. Generally speaking, in times of the year, in, in market years where you've got an uptrend, there's less of a chance of that. But always September going into October can be a time of a setup for a large upward swing. Though October, every October, mutual funds have to sell off their losses for tax purposes by the 30th. That's why you see most major market crashes happen in October. Year in, year out, it doesn't happen, but most major market crashes happen in October because of that downside pressure of the mutual funds selling off their losers. So after October is over, if no crash occurs, the market takes a sigh of relief and shoots up through November, which is why October-November earnings is the second best earnings of the year. December can create a Santa Claus effect and then can also have a sell-off after the Christmas time joy, everybody's burning up their credit cards type of thought process. Now that's a very brief overview of how the market has a generality to their movements. And you're not going to hear that stuff on CNBC. You're not going to hear that stuff on Bloomberg. Or, but I have both read books and met lots of professional traders. And I know that they agree that there is a calendar movement to the way the market moves. And you can do your... It's never exact. Nothing's going to be exact. Black and white doesn't exist in the market. But shades of gray is where you play. And now that we've established that, and you learn the personality of your own stock within that frame, We'll go back to using Cat Tractor as an example. You can do research and know that Cat Tractor moves with the Wilshire. It moves with mining indexes. Why? Because Cat Tractor sells a lot of equipment to the mining industry. Therefore, it is beholden to how mining moves. Do I know that for a fact? Yes, because I've researched it. Cat Tractor moves well around July, August earnings, and October, November earnings. Not much else. So if you know that, and I would write it down in a book that can become like your stock market um, guidelines, if you will. And you can set up and say, okay, how do I profit? Knowing this, how do I profit from this, Rob? What good does this information do if I don't know how to profit from it? Well, here's how I profit from it. I use larger charts, like a monthly, a weekly, a three-day, and a daily combination to know the trend of the stock for the year. And I don't want to sell against the trend. And then to look for smaller movements, gyrations, if you will, within that trend, because the stock doesn't go straight up. It stair steps. 
It go if if you've got a stock going in uptrend, it's going to have profit taking and set up to go up again. Profit taking set up to go up again. And so using tools such as covered calls, like we talked about before, calls and puts, which we haven't talked about a lot, but are very essential, and naked put, great tools to profit from these movements, both small and large, with the goal of, at the end of this year, I want to be able to own more cat tractor than I did the year before. Because I want to get more dividend money, and then I want to generate more money as well, because the more money we have in that stock, the more covered calls we can do. And now, calls, puts, naked puts. What are naked puts? Brief overview. We'll talk about them more in its own podcast. It's not trading naked. Naked puts is simply selling something you don't own and buying it back later. So if you were, for instance, going to buy Cat Tractor, and it was at $100 a share, and it was getting ready to go up, and you bought calls to profit from the up, because that's what calls do. You can also, at that point, sell naked puts and get paid up front, and the rise will happen. Your calls will go up in profit, and your naked puts will go down in value. Why is that good? Well, because you got paid up front. Let's say $5 a share. You're going to have to buy that naked put back to close it. You want to buy it back for less. And so you close both positions, naked first, then the calls, and you profited taking that money stacking it away. Now, through that same move, you could also sell covered calls against your cat tractor. Say if it was going from 100 to 130, you know, it got to 130. And you wanted to sell the 140 call. And you saw a nice profit from 140 calls. You just sold the options to buy at 140 what is currently at 130. Let's say it doesn't get to 140. Well, you can let them expire worth. Or let's say it does. Two months later, it's above 145 a share. And you get called out. Well, you get to sell what you bought at 100 for 145. There's a lot of ways to do covered calls, and we can go super in depth there. But there's three generous ways that I know to profit. And now the put. That's, I almost forgot. The puts are not just a way to profit from down movement, I look at it as like insurance. You know a stock is going to go down at some point. Generally, during April or the summer months, June, July, August, September. And certainly, it could happen during October, right? So, having a tool like puts is very, very, very useful because when the stock goes down, you can't stop it. But you can buy puts, and the puts will increase in value. You can also sell naked calls, which do the opposite of naked puts, so they decrease in value when it goes down. You get the money from the naked calls up front. You get the money from the puts when the down is over. You buy back the the naked calls to close it out. You take the lump sum from both 
options trade. And you have likely offset your downside. Why do I say likely? Well, if you own 100 shares of Cat Tractor, you need to buy at least two contracts of put to make sure that you offset the downside. Otherwise, there's not enough float, I mean, not enough movement there in profit, right? So for every 100 shares you own of X stock, I would say you buy two times the amount of options contracts. And you always, especially with puts, will have close to, if not more in profit than you lost in the value of your stock. Now there's getting ready to be a little disclaimer here that's going to run. It says this is not financial advice, and that's true. So don't use my terms like always as certainties. There's never certainties in the stock. Use them as generalities to make your own plans. That's all I've got for y'all today. That is multiple streams of income from one stock, and it is a beautiful thing. I'll see y'all on the next one. The views and opinions expressed in this program or any other Rob Review program are not to be considered financial advice and all these strategies have their own inherent risk. If you act on information given in this show you are doing so at your own financial risk. Map.Productions does not take part in your positive or negative financial results, that is why I recommend you consult your financial advisor before acting on any of these tips. What worked for Robbie may not work for you exactly as shown in the show.